See, another thing people got to think about too is when you're doing all these crazy endorsements and all these strange modifications to documents and writing void and all this other crap on it, all you're doing is setting up all these red flags. They look at this form with all this blue ink all over it, everything scratched out and shit written all over it. You're going to say, holy crap, what is this sovereign citizen trying to do? Usually when I'm writing my first letter, I don't do all that I am in nonsense. Oh, no. it just it just tips people off. It's like playing poker and showing everybody your hand. Yeah, you don't go you don't go setting up the red flags right from day one. You're it's just suicide. Well, one of the things I, I saw online was a uh, John Oliver, who was a comedian, and he was talking about civil forfeitures, and it uh, came down like the cops pull you over. And uh, they ask you for your ID and stuff like that. And they ask you another question, how much money do you have on you? And if and they rob you for a certain amount, then uh, they'll, they'll take the uh, the money and uh, and they'll keep it. You know, no uh, uh, no judgment from a judge or anything like that. They just, they just feel that maybe possibly this guy might be uh, trying to do a drug deal or something like that. They've been uh, stealing. I, I think they it's up in the billions of dollars, two three billion dollars worth of civil forfeitures. People just going across the country, mm-hmm. picking up uh, kitchen equipment for their restaurant, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. People don't know anything about the law, and they start getting into police start asking them questions. They don't know any better, and before you know it, their all their cash is gone, and they can't get it back. But Carl is right about what he's saying. The IRS can't do anything to you. Neither can Walmart, neither can uh, a bank, uh, uh, police just department. Just say Mickey Mouse. It's better just say Mickey Mouse than he'll understand that. Mm-hmm. Only, a man, only a man or woman can do something to you. A man or woman at the IRS, a man or woman at Walmart. Right. The building itself isn't going to do anything to you or the papers that file right. that corporation. They can't do anything unless a man moves something. Well, only a man can do something, anything, (laughs) harm or good. Walmart can't do anything. Walmart is a stack of papers. IRS is a stack of papers in buildings. The IRS code can't do anything to you. It's a book. It's it's papers. Only Mm -hmm. someone acting, a man or a woman acting in, in the IRS, as some employee or something, or or somebody with a position there can do something. Yes, sir. So when he says IRS is perfect, you know, doesn't do you any harm, he's right. The IRS existed with no man or woman moving anything. IRS wouldn't do anything to anybody. What is he saying to you? Any employee working in the IRS, like the IRS asked me, I'll just tell you my call. Maybe they'd have answered it. They called me and said I was in $5,000. And I asked, simply asked them. So first they asked me my name. Are you Aquila? Boom, you live in this address. I said, look, lady, I told you I am her, I'm am she. How can I help you? He said, well, you owe this to the IRS. This is $5,000. I said, I owe to who? She said, the IRS. I said, who? She said, you know, the IRS. I said, ma'am, listen, what man or woman is claiming I owe tax to them? Mm-hmm. And she had the IRS and finally she just hung up. 
So what what happened was I'm asking them a man or a woman. I asked that's like saying Mickey Mickey Mouse tell me I owe him some money. What Mickey Mouse? Who's Mickey Mouse? But it has to be a man or woman coming to you. But the judge itself, a judge can do anything without a man. Okay. Without a man acting, without a man doing it. The car can't do anything without a man or a woman. Okay. Unless maybe, you know, have like an oil leak or something like that. Okay. That could happen, you know, by, by Mother Nature on its own. Mm-hmm. So but that's basically what Carl is talking about. You know, the IRS can't do anything. The IRS can't write a letter, can't make a phone call, can't do any of that. People mm-hmm. working at the IRS, man or woman, are the ones that are doing action. If the paper, if there was a paper there that said Joe owes uh, $300 million, right, mm-hmm. and that paper was printed out and stayed there, what happens? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It takes somebody saying, hey, mail this letter out to Joe. Hey, mm-hmm. call Joe up. Hey, Joe, where's the money? Mm-hmm. Now some, somebody's acting, a man or a woman. But the IRS okay. itself didn't order any of those people to do anything. Somebody there, you know, put things in motion to make it happen. Not the IRS, but man or woman. That's basically what he's talking about. Yeah, and I love that story of Akilah where she says, uh, who who, who do I owe money to? And then the lady hung up on her. (laughs) Right. Because now she's calling the man or woman out. And a man or woman has to appear from behind the mask. The Wizard of Oz. Right. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. basically the same thing, you know. Uh, once they're exposed, they they kind of don't want to take liability. Let's mm-hmm. say I work for the IRS, Aquila, mm-hmm. and I'm calling you on the phone. I'm I'm saying, look, I'm gonna take your property if you don't pay me the fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I want you to hand to me right now. What would you say? I would say, what is your name? Um, My name is Aquila. Okay, great. Send, send me a bill. Then. Please, please, I, I, okay, I'll happy. send you a bill. I'm going to send you a bill. I'm, I'm going to send you a, a letter saying, I, you, you owe Aquila, you know, I'm going to say you owe IRS this $50,000, $50, and I, then I'm going to sign my name at the bottom. So, and I'm and the one who's saying you owe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, now what? My, my, my question would be, um, can you, uh, I would, I would ask if you can verify by under oath and affirmation that I owe that amount, specific amount of money, because otherwise Carl is taught that it's fraud, right? Yeah, I'll go to the court and say, yeah. I, I swear, yeah, you owe the money. Now what? Well, it has no first-hand knowledge. Wait, 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 wait. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, no, stop. Let him handle it. He has to learn. Okay, now. Yep, I say I, I took the oath affirmation. Yeah, now what? So you are willing to put your hand hand on the on the Bible? I put my hand on the Bible. Say, yep, he owes this money. Now what? So that's my belief. You owe me the money. So now what? That's your belief, but I believe that I don't owe that money, and so you have to. uh, Whatever. No, no. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Tell me what you're going to do. Well, I would file a claim if we went that. If you're going to go that route, I'd file a claim of uh, trespassing on my trying to administrate my property. Okay, once you file a claim, then we ain't, we both in court. You in, you know, I file I file a case on you, you file a claim. Now you in my court. Now what you going to say? I mean, you're in my court. 
Oh, no. I'm right. saying at the first beginning, you're in administrative court and you file your claim. What you going to do? I'm in there talking. And this well, man owes me money. I sent him letters. Here is the letter I sent him. Here is exhibit A I sent him. He has not paid this. Well, and I'm, first of all, I would make never... an oath and say, yes, he owes me. So now what? Well, what Carl, would you do? My understanding is, first of all, never speak in court. And I would say that um, I, I filed a notice. Uh, in, in court, uh, well, first I filed notice, and, and, and actually at this stage I would say I have a claim that uh, Aquila is is uh, trespassing on my on, on me by attempting to administrate my property. No, Sir, I don't want to I'm gonna say harm. I don't want to hear that. I'm gonna say I don't want to hear that in this court. You can't bring that paper in this court. I don't want that. Well, now what you gonna say? Who's who's you? Are you talking about the judge or? Yeah, the judge said you can't bring that in here. Now what you gonna say? This is my court. It's the court of record. So I'm the one. You're the the magistrate in the uh, you're tribunal. Are, are you are, are separate. Or, okay. And so you can't speak in here. I'm gonna hold you in contempt. Now what? Yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm gonna hold the judge in contempt. You can't. I can. Nope, you cannot. In a court of record, my understanding was that you, you, <laughs> you still can't hold a judge. You can hold that man. See, I want oh, you to judge. get it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you. You know, yeah, man, I that, want that's... you to get it clear now. Yes, you can yeah, hold yeah. The now, well, all that I just said, first mm-hmm. of all, you, you you have to hold your court, and what that means, you have to stand on your word. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and and that means you, once you put your paperwork in, just repeat your paper. Once you're in your court, you repeat it like you can talk, but read only what's on that paperwork. Okay. No matter what I say, what I do, I jump up. I'm gonna put this man. See, people like this go to jail for 50 years. That's why he's going. If he don't, if he don't, if he if he don't answer in my court, I can threaten you. Say all kinds of stuff. You okay. gotta hold and stand still, no matter what, because they can't do nothing to you. They're just threatening. That's why they threaten you. Okay. Just know it's like when people in the one in the boxers, they want to fight. One of them try to look tough and look at them mean. He trying to put it all fear in that other guy. That's hmm. all yeah. it is. But you well, have to hold, you was... speak the truth. Just like Daniel in the lion den, he holds court. No mm-hmm. matter what they said, what they did, he holds. They still threw him in, but he still came out okay. Because you always will, no matter what. That's, that's very inspiring. Yes. That's the point. That's why I said I do Bible, and that's why this works. You mm-hmm. got it. Because when you but. That's what like if what I'm not when you say I'm not then you know I don't know if I can stand. No, you can't stand alone. No, you can't do it. No, you can't hold your court, but you ask God to help you. Same he asks. You could have said, Well look, it's gonna you take that I'm willing to pay my debt with a bill. That's fine. And they're not gonna they're not gonna move forward on you. Send them a screwdriver. Send them a screwdriver, they won't accept it. Send them some really? nuts and bolts, they won't accept it. They have, so send, them, they have send them objects. What? They can't tell you what, what you're going to pay them in. Sure. Say again? You can mm-hmm. offer to pay it, but then you say, I they, only can pay you $5 a week. And they're going to say no. And when they say no, they cause controversy. It's done. Oh. Yeah. So there's many ways you can, ha- you can handle it that way or you handle it this way. There's so many ways. But at the end of the day, when they telling you hold your court, just think about Daniel and the lion. Then you think about these pe- these people that was in here. Those are perfect examples, you know. And, and another example I'd like to use that helped me is like when Peter walked on water. He could not have done it himself. He asked God. 
So when you go in the court, I usually pray first. Even before I get to the conversation, I'm praying anyway. I pray for everybody in the whole world. I just pray for everybody. And I pray that God lead and guide me, what I say, what I think, what I think, mm-hmm. and that I'll come out all right. So See, when, when they set you a number on a paper mm-hmm. and, you, and, you say, and you say, you want me to pay $945, you just brought it to life. So just oh. send them a screwdriver and say, I hope I hope uh, this satisfies uh, what you're seeking. And, of course, <laughs> they're not going to send it back. They've accepted the payment. Oh. <laughs> just as simple as that. Yeah, there's Great. many ways you can handle this, Joe, you know. But I would just suggest you listen a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Try to get it, what we're telling you about judges, Mickey mm-hmm. Mouse, R.S. doesn't matter the name. You know, just please get that because if you don't get that, then you can't move forward. Mm-hmm. It's just a board game. Used. Well, the man and the person are there. Yes, but but they're talking right over you and, and, and they want to create harm the man by ordering you know, a warrant if you won't answer in person. Yeah, but the one is not for the man, it's for you. Of course it's for you. You're not a man. I kind of can't wait until that happens in court because uh, I just think it'd be funny to be standing there and have the judge say, well, I'm going to issue a warrant for his arrest. And me standing there saying, okay, you're going to go issue a warrant? I'll wait right here, and you guys go find that defendant you're looking for. Thank yeah. you for, thank you for your judicial determination that I'm not the man you're looking for. But I gotta stick around and wait until you guys bring this uh, defendant in. Yeah, say, can I have that in writing, please? That I'm not the man you're looking for. <laughs> that would be so funny. Yeah, did you hear uh, Mark Harris? I don't know if you know who Mark Harris is, but uh, he was supposed to go to court one day, and he decided to be a wise guy, and he put the birth certificate in an envelope and mailed his birth certificate into court. And they busted him. Yeah, he ended up going to jail for that stunt. Why is that? I don't remember what what exactly happened. but he um, he he used that line where uh, uh, hold the man harmless or whatever. He surrendered the person, but the man is to be held harmless. Okay. Meaning you you can do whatever you want to the person, just don't harm the man. And he just yeah. mailed, he mailed the person in. <laughs> well, that kind of makes sense. Here you go, lock him up. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Oh, it makes total sense. I don't know what he did wrong, but he he got he got uh, I think fifteen days or something for that one. Fifteen. Wow. How was he held liable? I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing he did something wrong, but yeah, he spoke in court. So. If we were to sit there and hold our notices up in court 
And of course they're going to say, oh, we need uh, we need time to answer that. We're not going to accept it, or blah blah blah. But uh, the crony uh, clerk is preventing you from doing any filing. They have to take the notice, correct? Um, I don't know exactly. In, I know. In, I know they need time to answer it. They don't so have to. Have, if if they don't if they don't need time to answer it, then they they won't ask for it. But if they if they want time to answer it, they I think you have to give them time. So then, just to show up with all your notices is the best thing to do. Then instead of trying to fight with uh, court clerks. No, because uh, a lot of times in court they won't take it. Well, then I'm not speaking until they and they until they read it in the record, correct? Like, do you mean an answer or an actual notice? Answer, notice, or asking a question. Notice. So, uh, Justice Swist forwarded your letter to me and requested that I respond on her behalf. I would request that you not attempt to request to correspond any further with her honor or this office in this manner. We regret that we are unable to provide you with any further assistance. Any future correspondence received from you will be returned an original by this office. Sincerely, Rosalind, whatever her name is. That's beautiful. That's no more court. He doesn't have to go to court ever again. What? They're accepting no correspondence. He's not allowed to correspond with them anymore. Right. How's he going to go to court if he can't correspond with anybody? Well, they said any future correspondence received from you will be returned in original by this office. Yeah, but before that, I request that you not attempt to correspond any further with her honor or or this office in this manner. In this manner, meaning what? On pen and paper? Yeah, they come. It looks like they're converting what he sent to be addressed by an office and answered by an office, basically. Yeah, because he didn't write to any honorable Madam Justice. He just wrote to whatever her face was. And he referred to him as Mr. So let's let's hear... Yeah, because they're, they're talking to the fiction. Yeah, because a defendant cannot write to a judge... But a and man can write a man. That's how they yeah, treat They're converting him, and then they continue playing the, you know, doing their play. And the defendant can't put no notices in the case, I guess? Which is just absolutely ridiculous. That's right up there with... Uh... No, that's not That's not what they said. A defendant could... Yeah, but, uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just uh, um, trying to figure out why they're... They're 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 blocking him from putting notices. In. He done no, something that's not, that's not true. That's not true. That's not what they're saying. Yeah, not, it's not just that letter. He's had all kinds of trouble. He tried to file a claim. He tried to file notices. Like they're not taking any of his crap now. 
They're 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 not recognizing him as a man whatsoever. Like you're not allowed to correspond on paper. You're not allowed to correspond with blue ink. We prefer green. Like, <laughs> what what does in this manner mean? Oh, does does it need to have blue backed uh, paper? <laughs> Maybe it's supposed to be on lined paper. <laughs> so let's hear his uh, answer. So uh, Rosalind Kirov, Osgood Hall, Toronto, Ontario, March nine, two thousand fifteen. Dear Rosalind, greetings. Thank you for your correspondence in which you, capitalized you, Rosalind. <clears throat> claim authority to answer on behalf of the woman Michelle Fuerst. Oh, good. In parentheses, copy attached. I have yet to receive answer to my written question of January 13, 2015. Copy attached. I wish and require the point of law and answer to said questions. Said questions? You didn't even ask any yet. No, that's the attached. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is about an old letter that he sent before this one that they're answering. This is a January 13th letter that he sent. But the thing is, he didn't... He, did he reference any questions? Well, I don't know. We would have to see the copy attached. No, no, no. Be. He has to mention it. He has to say, I asked you questions, see Exhibit A. And then he can yeah. say said questions. But that's like that's like me saying, I went to the store today and I parked said wagon in front of the store. Well, I never mentioned any wagon, so how can I refer to said wagon that's never been said? No, he said, I have yet to receive answer to my written questions of January 13, 2015. Okay, so he did, he did mention questions then. Yeah. In parentheses. I wish and require the point of law and answer to said questions. See that he goes on to clarify it, which kind of yeah, he doesn't have to do like, that. That makes it sound like it's something different that he's talking to. So, yeah, he's adding stuff. It, it should all and be that, in that attached letter. Rosalind, I require you to clarify the manner in which you believe. I am to correspond with you or Michelle, question mark. I require you to explain how you, Rosalind, and Michelle believe you have no duty, obligation, or responsibility to provide assistance or answer to your fellow man. The last, the, the first one, that wasn't even a question, was it? Uh, his punctuation is kind of... Uh, odd at certain places, like he's got uh, the end of a sentence and it's uh, a semicolon, um, you know, on a lot of these things instead of a period. And then so he's he had, trying to talk to two people through this one letter, though. This is not good. No, he's, he's yeah. talking to one lady, but asking the one lady, how do I, how should I respond to you and the other lady? Oh. See, that's that was my first question. Was uh, when they said we will not accept any any further correspondence in this manner, and then yeah, he we, and then that he jumped all over that and he 
he's like, in what manner would you like me to correspond with you and what's your name? You know, he thanks them for the uh, for the correspondence and asks for what authority do you have to answer on behalf of the woman? Well, she already kind of said that the, 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 well, it was the judge, I guess, she was talking about, but uh, so that that could have some some merit to it, you know, asking by what authority. Um, and then so uh, it, 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 his letter is addressed to the clerk, right? His letter is addressed to the woman that wrote to him, Rosalind, who is okay. uh, the executive legal officer. But see, that's part of the game they're playing is because. He wrote to the women, and then they used they answered back with their titles. But yeah. since they're since they're answering in their titles, then what's her name does have authority to answer on behalf. She has a, a comma Q C after her name. Yeah, it's Queen's Counsel. So they're not recognizing him as a man whatsoever. They are blackballing the man. Of course, and they really can't anyway. But 24-7, you're still a man or a woman. Yeah, but they're going to play their part and try to use the mask. And, you know, try to hide behind the mask. Rosalind, I require you to clarify the manner in which you believe I am to correspond with you or Michelle. See, that probably should have been the first thing. That should just stop right there. But I think he's also in a a big hurry to get this sorted out. He's probably trying to get as many important things as he can. They were playing all kinds of games with him right from the very beginning. Like, they were... uh, It was Her Majesty the Queen and Right of Ontario against Dave. It was Regina versus Dave. Right. And then when he went to go and talk to the Crown, the Crown's office said, oh, we're not the ones prosecuting. You have to go and talk to the Board of Health. Right. And it clearly said Regina versus Dave, but the Crown's not representing. It didn't make any sense. The Crown is out of it, so it seems like the town is not letting it up. So you got to go after, you know, the... The, the Board of Health and, you know, the, the higher-ups, you know, with communication. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I, I'm not sure who's in there. I, I don't think it is the Crown. I think they got their own private law firm representing them. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's probably the town legal, legal attorney, which sounds like they're, they're coming for extortion. In a normal circumstance, would the Crown be representing them? No, it wouldn't be. It would be it would be the 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 town uh, uh, legal department because it's it's an ordinance or bylaw that he violated, and the town is trying to collect. Ah, so he needs to correspond with them. And probably what he's got to do is he's got to say, "Hey, uh, you know, what uh, what." 
is your evidence that uh, you know I, I, I have a contract or uh, I, I, uh, I'm obliged to uh, these ordinances? How can it be Regina versus Dave if the Crown's not even involved? But well, I think I think the their witness is the board of health guy, and uh, I think if the board of health start uh, board of health guy starts thinking that he may have some liability, he may want to just you know have, call a meeting with the legal department and stuff and say hey, the guy fixed the problem. He you know he got city water. We're making money from you know the water that he's using, so you know just leave the guy alone, whatever. But uh, but I, you know, I think just correspondence with, uh, you know, saying, uh, are you aware that I rectified the problem? Are you aware that the delay was not on my part? You know, um, the, the water department, you know, took so long to do it. And, you know, I contacted them right away on this day, you know, that type of thing, like just some type of, uh, of, uh, ladder, uh, laying out the, the groundwork that might put this thing to rest. But if he can show that the delay was not on his part and he was doing everything that he could as fast as he could to to comply, and uh, you know uh, the the water is in compliance now, what's the problem? The water was always in compliance anyway. Is there you know is there a man or woman that claims I caused him harm in some way? They didn't even complete the testing. They didn't do it properly. And one of the readings said everything was fine. And then yeah. he tied into the city water. And then he got a notice saying, you complied with all our... This, this was funny. Listen to how this this goes. They said, you are in full compliance with the order, and the order has been rescinded. There you go. How, the, how do you order somebody to do something... Wait till they carry out the order and say, oh, I was just kidding. I take it back. Right, but and now they're prosecuting, even though they, yeah. they already said that he complied and they rescinded the order anyway. Yeah, but you can't rescind an order once it's been carried out. It's already done and over with. He didn't carry the order. Sure he did. But, uh, you know, the order was to, uh, was to uh, put some type of treatment uh, uh, equipment in or whatever, and he just went and got town water. Well, that's because he kept sending them letters, and they because they're like, oh, you got to put a water treatment system in. And he immediately sent a letter back saying, well, uh, give me a deposit and tell me the make and model you wish to have me install for you. That's probably why they rescinded the order. And now they're coming after him to to make them think that you know what he was doing wasn't working because they can't have a president set like that. He runs a butcher shop. And okay. He was, he was getting his uh, water from the well, and okay. I don't know why they ended up testing it, but they came out to do a water sample test. It was right after super heavy rains. Oh, and the water yeah. was a little cloudy or something, or I don't remember what it was, but uh, yeah, oh, that's what it was. I think he uh, he had a leak, and they fixed the leak, and there was a bit of chemical in the water from fixing the leak. Oh. And so they came and they took their sample, and it was slightly contaminated, 
and then they came back and did their next sample, and it was good. And then I don't think they did the third sample or something like that. But then uh, who 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 invited them in there? I don't know. I forget. They invited themselves, and he probably consented. Okay. And then all of a sudden, oh, once they get foot in the door, that's a problem. Does he have a business license? I think so. Well, that's it there. But see, there's another thing too. Is they um, they served them with an order to cease and desist all operations immediately yeah. to shut the shop down. Yeah, that's and the business. The next day, he shut it. He shut the shop down, opened it the next day under a new name, and then they had to come back out and reserve them a new order. So obviously, changing the name of the company did something. Are they coming after after the old name or the new name? Uh, I think they're... I don't know which name they're coming after now. If they're coming after the old name, sorry, out of business. Well, that's you were in charge. Well, I, I resigned. That's what I told them. Keep playing that game because it obviously worked. Every time they serve you with something, change the name of the company. Let's say let's say you were to uh, declare your birth certificate dead. They can't even resurrect it. Uh, it's not even yours. If you, I made a feeling with you as if you're dead anyway, so what difference does it make? I know. So, so, apparently, oh. uh, so, somebody, oh, declared, somebody declared uh-huh. a, a man dead, and he was just, like, missing or whatever. He comes yeah, back and finds sea. out that... What? Missing at sea or whatever, yeah. Yeah, he comes back to find out that they declared him dead, his person, and there was nothing that they could do about it. So wouldn't he instead so basically himself He's alive? like a, a wanderer, a salvager. What would he be at that point? Uh, I don't know, nameless? <laughs> Civilly dead, so he has no legal person. Like if they inspected the water and they said the water is fine, and then people got sick from the water, yeah, the town would would probably have liability because they're saying that it, the water is good when it wasn't good. So they're requiring him to put a water purifier or something. No, he's, they required him to to put in water filters or water treatment or whatever. But he just you know uh, tapped into the the town water for public water service with no meter well I don't know it doesn't matter they hire the company to come and do it or the water department whoever but it's you know it's connected to a different source of water so the treatment of that water is not necessary because it's not being used anymore but they still the trying well. to enforce it. The well. Yeah. He can cap it. No, it's got nothing to do with capping or not capping. It's using water in the butcher shop, and, the, and they tested the water. It's contaminated, so they ordered him to put a treatment system in. The treatment system is only needed if he's going to use their water. He abandoned that water. 
and connect it well into water. public water. The well water you're talking about. Right. Yeah. And he connected to the public water system. So now what's he need the water treatment for? Unless unless a business is required to have uh, extra uh, uh, filtration. Like you look at uh, Tim Hortons. Uh, Tim Hortons will have their own water purifying so that they can uh maintain their 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 same quality of uh, uh, uh water that they use in their coffee. Right, right. Um, that's, rest, that's, restaurants will have water purifying. The only time yeah, they use actual city water is for uh washing dishes and stuff. People don't consume water in a butcher shop. It's mainly used to wash the 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 tools and the walls and the floors and so I don't see what their problem is. Always over enforcement, over regulation, and trying to get bigger budgets and more people working, and showing that they are needed, and and making sure that there's enough stuff to do so that they are needed. Right. Have they charged them with anything? Of course, there's a court case going on. Yeah, but must what's the charge? They must have some type of charge that that he didn't uh, obey the order yeah. of the board of health. Yeah, there was. Uh, I I don't remember how many charges, but he also got an obstruction charge because uh, <laughs> this is something else that was kind of funny. But the guy showed <laughs> up at his door with a cop to serve uh, to serve a summons, and so he opened the door. The cop was there with the city guy. The city guy served the summons. That was his whole job, was to serve a summons. So he served the summons, and Dave's like, okay, you're trespassing. Please leave the property. And the guy started beaking off. And Dave's like, hey, I, did you not hear me? I just told you you're trespassing on my property. Leave. Yeah. And the guy just kept beaking off. And Dave looked at the cop. He's like, what are you doing? Like, I just told this guy to leave. He's trespassing. You're going to make him leave? And then there was a little bit of an exchange with the cop. But I think the cop ended up just shutting his mouth and not saying anything. I, I can't really remember the story, but... That's pretty smart. Yeah, it was pretty funny, though, that the guy was there to serve a summons. He served the summons and would not leave. They charged him That's with obstruction cool. after he he took the summons right away. Yeah, thank obstruction you. Of what? Okay. Obstruction of what? Obstructing a public health officer in the course of their duty or some kind of shit like that. What did he stop him from doing? Well, I'm saying he didn't stop him from doing anything. The guy was exactly. only there to serve a summons. He served the summons. His only next exactly. job was to leave. All right, you, you did your job. Get the frig out of here. Did he stop yeah. you from leaving? No. Then how'd you get obstructed? Did you have to go in there and check anything? No. Then how did you get obstructed? What were you there for? Deliver some papers. Did he take the papers? Yes. Okay, so how were you obstructed? Yeah, because he didn't even argue. He just took them right away. Oh, you got a summons? Lovely. No, all he has to do is drop that license. Rescind it. How is dropping the license going to help his cause? He still got the charges, even if he closed the business down today. He still has to answer to those charges. 
And then the other thing is, how's he going to make his livelihood? Uh, continue doing what he's doing without a business license. Right. And uh, the customers stop dropping like flies because they don't want to deal with an unlicensed shop. The, the town could plant a few a few uh, people to, to start spreading rumors, whatever. I don't think they have a leg to stand on, but he hasn't, uh, you know, he hasn't hit the right key yet. Uh, show cause hearing, maybe? He never pleaded, eh? I don't even know if he's been arraigned. They're trying to get money. See, I think they might be doing the same thing they did with you, where they, um, the judge entered a plea on his behalf but didn't say it. And he, I guess, Dave, at the time, he didn't understand what was going on. He didn't realize that if he's got a, a, a trial coming up, that a plea was entered on his behalf. So I think that might be another idea for him is to write a letter to the other side saying, uh, when will the arraignment be? Shouldn't we be liability. Holding, yeah, shouldn't we be holding an arraignment in this matter? When are you going to... When are you guys going to get around to doing that? Could he ask them how much they want to get rid of this? I don't know. if I don't think he'd want to give them any money with all the things that's going on. But Yeah, but you, you want to ask much, them what they want. The, there's a fine. How much is the fine, uh, Mike? Do you know? I don't know? Aren't they charging them like five grand a day or something like that? Like I don't, I don't know if the fine is still going because they sent him a letter saying he complied with the order. I don't know if they're still charging him five thousand dollars a day, but that's another thing that makes me laugh about this: is they're squabbling because he was like three days late. Like if that's your big squabble that I'm three days late, send me a bill for three days. I think they're just pissed off because. He didn't get pushed around like everybody else in town does. Yeah, he's in, he's he's in Ontario. Coburg. Yeah, that's a really old town, I'll tell you. This court that he's in, he's in a court. Yep. And they're not hearing him at all as a man. Nope. So he's gonna, and they're not taking any notices. So he's going to have to just wave a piece of paper that says, who say I do wrong? I'm kind of wondering if he should put in a notice, but tone it down a little bit. Instead of saying, I am man, Dave, just say, I, Dave. Because that's probably what it is. They're freaked out by the colons and semicolons and I am man and blah, blah, blah. But see, the thing is, is he's gone... uh, He's gone into that courthouse so many times. He's tried so many times to file letters and notices, and he's gone in to talk to magistrates and all kinds of stuff. So they're going to know his face. They're going to know his name. They're going to know his address. They're going to know everything now. But uh, if he goes in with, uh, I, Dave, require, who say I do wrong? As simple, as quick, and dumb as it is, they have to answer. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that woman, Judge, eh? she says, uh, oh, uh, 
the lawyer is presumed sworn in, then no, 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 no. Put him on the stand. That's what I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you're presumed to be full of shit, so swear him in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> swear him in. Exactly. Oh, a lawyer's perfect? Is that what you're saying? He's going to lie. Because uh, John asked him, well, is he not going to be uh, uh, under per- uh, penalty of perjury also? And she's like, uh, uh, sort of, uh, 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 you know, it's like, Oh, are you kidding me? This is how they get away with lying. It's like whatever the cop says, he's already sworn in. He's he's a witness. He's presumed sworn in in all court cases. Yeah, well, maybe the lawyer is presumed sworn in, but I require the man to swear in. This whole law stuff, it just makes me laugh. Like, the whole legal system's such a joke. But yeah. on the other hand, it's such a dangerous joke. Everybody's backing them up. Oh, they, the court decided. Oh, my <laughs> goodness, really? Yeah, who's the court? If I phone somebody and threaten to rob them of something which is very precious, then you, because you don't want to lose this precious thing, you spend some money in buying a safe or moving them to another country or doing something like that, would you be able to claim uh, for compensation for securing your property? Do you have the threat on paper or do you have witnesses? I record a telephone call. Make a complaint to the cops. Have it recorded that way also. Okay, I did that already. And did they file it? Well, it was the uh, a lady who uh, works for the CPS. Mike's aware of this, but the um, she phoned in February twentieth and uttered threats and extortion over the telephone. So I wrote her and her supervisor a letter, which Mike helped me write. And then six days later, I wrote a, a letter to the RCMP stating that this lady acting as whatever, yeah, uh, thre- threatened to rob I, a man of property. So my wife was getting stressed out and uh, didn't, didn't like this, no communication back, and didn't, didn't want to risk the government coming in and forcibly taking my property or robbing me of my property or having this spacey lady. Basically, under stress or whatever, she flew out of the country with the three kids. 